The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read well, we cold read works we read by you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the uh, the writer. We want you to send in your work and the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything: pilots, screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission, not plural, plural, at coldreadradio.com. Things that are for the air. For the air. It's so good to see your face. I'm so happy to see you. It didn't feel like Nerdist without you. Mm. Um, if you guys are wondering if Ryan sounds different, Mm-hmm. It's because she's an intercontinental woman. Yes, I've been over an ocean, guys. She went to London. I went to <laughs> London. What is that? I, Lond- L- L- I went to London and, <laughs> and Bath. Where is that? It is halfway to Bristol, like in mm. toward Wales. Cool. Um, it's where Jane Austen lived for a time. And they're actually what's cooler about it and why it's called Bath. I said Bath because that's what they say. Mm-hmm. But it's Bath. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> is that during the Roman Empire, there's a hot spring there. So the mm. Romans built this huge Roman bath there. Cool. Like this, it was, it's amazing. And a lot of it's still standing. So I got to like That's so it. cool. Like, Did you get to touch the water? Is that like, like dirtying? The... Yeah, I got to touch the water. Did I you mean, sit in it? Well, okay. I got to touch the water from the ground. I didn't get touch to get into the, the Roman bath pool bath. itself because that. You know, it's a historical it's a historical site. But, you, but there are places where you get to touch the rocks cool. that have been there. And this is like the oldest, I mean, until we went to Stonehenge later, but like that was clear it was like the oldest stones I've ever seen in there where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Because I've seen them in museums. Yeah. But like this is an actual location. Yeah. Historical location. It, it was that part I highly recommend if you are in like the west of Britain. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend going to the Roman Bath. Jane Austen Center. A little bit disappointed. <laughs> you get to pose next to a waxwork of Jane Austen, but beyond that, I mean, go to Madame Tussauds. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because earlier in the trip, I was like, I don't think I will ever in my entire life pay money to go to a wax museum. Like, I can't even imagine why a person would do that. And then fate was just like laughing its mm-hmm. little face off because two days later, I was in Bath and outside the Jane Austen Museum is a waxwork. And they're like, this is the most famous thing about this Jane Austen Museum. Oh, like, man. Bummer. All right. Here's my money. Mm. Um, but no, it was really fun. I got to see Stonehenge. Stonehenge is, you don't get that close to it. They yeah. Keep you, they keep you pretty far back. I feel like <laughs> they really want to curb any kind of touching. Touching, graffiti. Breath- breathing on it. Uh-huh. Well, Moisture from the mouth. Yes. They don't want anyone to ruin, which I get. We get it. We get it. And then we went to this like weird that same day we went to this not weird. Uh this cathedral in Salisbury that Oh weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like not I guess weird for me, like as I'm not yeah. especially religious, whatever. Uh we went there and this like little old man gave us the tour Aww. and showed us all of the things and it was it was like, wow, this is better than Stonehenge. Yeah. Like don't tell Stonehenge, but this little old man is beating Stonehenge yeah. by so much. Cool. That's so cool. It was fun. Oh, your pictures were so cool. Yeah, you guys should I, follow Ryan on Instagram if you want to see her cool, cool pictures. Yeah, at Armogi. And our hashtag, which there's other people who used it, <laughs> is Broads Abroad British Flag. Because I put an emoji in my hashtag because mm-hmm. I'm that kind of girl. Yeah. Um, but no, it was really fun. I went with some friends. Though at one point, uh, I was in a pub mm. with my best friend Ryan, mm. who lives in Dallas. Mm. And my friend Vanessa, who's been on this podcast, mm-hmm. who's like one of my LA besties. We're sitting in this pub, and it turned into talk about Mogi's mm. problems. Oh, gosh. <laughs> or more like Mogi's love life. Mogi's love it life. Hashtag like, Mogi's love life. <laughs> it became like counseling session. Guys, tweet at us who you think Ryan should date. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mogi's love life. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get that trending. Uh, <laughs> do not link it up with the gray sweatpants challenge. I am not interested. <laughs> what is the gray sweatpants oh, challenge? Oh, no. Okay. This, this is what I do when someone wants to talk about my love life. Um, yeah, so the Grace Sweatpants <laughs> Challenge is, it was at least trending when I was in London. I don't know how Twitter works. Is okay. it different? I don't know. I mean, Whatever. I think the internet is like a separate, internet. it's okay. an international, international place. Okay, so on Sunday, uh, it was trending. I think it started as like a, a sexy thing for dudes to like be shirtless, do a mirror selfie 
in only gray sweatpants. Okay. Okay. I'm making meaningful yeah, eyes at there's, Kelly. There are eyes made. But like, so you know what that means. We've talked about basketball shorts. Yeah. We've no, talked there's, about sweatpants. So, oh, so they are not supposed to be wearing underwear. Anything but sweatpants. So there is a drapage. There's a drapage. And that's the point is like, here's oh my, my. So here's my like half chub. Here's my, yeah, here's my hat, my junk and a half chub. Okay. So that's how it started. <laughs> and then, and then a lot of those people were like, no lie. Like this is real or whatever. Oh God. And then it. Be- immediately because it's the internet became a parody of that so then people were like putting weird shaped stuff in their pants oh. <laughs> which is really much like put vacuum cleaners in their yeah. pants or boxes in their pants so that was uh, yeah so then it became i would want to put a, of another person's face going oh, against the front so like a poltergeist thing oh, i wish you were on twitter on sunday too late too late i mean you could do it but it would sort of be like doing a mannequin challenge right now oh my god so untimely did anyone do one at the uh, at nerdist nerdist no, I don't think so. I think it would have been a fun opening for an in, uh, improv show. Mm-hmm. Just everyone frozen. Yeah, that'd be fun. How long could you keep it? I probably would try to laugh. Not try to, but I would laugh. <laughs> I'm probably trying to ruin it by laughing. <laughs> no, I wouldn't try, but I, I'm when it's not time to laugh is when I want to laugh the most. Yes, I've experienced that with you <laughs> when we were texting about a certain animatic hedgehog. Wait, you are blowing up all the spots because there is only one animated hedgehog in the world. Yes. <laughs> no, there's the girl one. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. What I learned from my various trips mm-hmm. across the mm. world. Oh, from your from your travels. <laughs> from my travels. Is that it's just like Dorothy says. Mm, there's no, no place, place like home. home. I was having some kind of stroke when I took my notes <laughs> because I wrote no place like fun. Didn't notice it <laughs> until I was like, look, I was like, what's the name of this episode? Looked at it. Oh my God. Then Kelly. I was like, I gotta change it. So I just wrote an arrow and wrote home. <laughs> No place. Now it looks like you wrote. There's no place like Fun Home, fun home. which is a whole. Other- I mean, there is no place like Fun Home. You don't want to go there. No. Um, oh no. So yeah, so this episode starts with some running monks. Running monks. Running monks. They're the monks are a muck. A muck monks. They are running all around. That would make a pretty fun. I was just I'm I don't know what it is yet. Okay. Maybe it's a cartoon mm-hmm. for children mm-hmm. called a Monks Amok. Mm-hmm. And they just have exclamation point. And maybe when they run their legs like spin in a circle yeah. so fast that they like disappear. Yeah. Yeah, or um like they're and and their their little cloaks are like trailed out behind them yes. and there's like a little like pew, like mm-hmm. dust cloud thing yeah. behind them always. Maybe they fight bad guys, I don't know. Yeah. Or they save uh things from getting destroyed. Yeah. Like artifacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. So there's like a history element. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to be learning. Um, so we pitch this to Discovery Kids. Mm-hmm. Done. Monks a monk. Monks a monk. Or is it a muck monks? I kind of like a muck monks. A muck monks. A muck monks. I think that's like funner to say, and kids like things that are fun to say. A muck monks. A, a muck monks. A muck monks. It sounds like you're saying a monk monks. <laughs> a muck monks. A muck monks. Among. Among. Oh, among no. um, um, among amok monks, I seriously just felt like I was having a stroke. <laughs> I was like a monk. <laughs> Everyone not. listening to this is like, is, is Kelly okay? What happened? Ryan is broken. <laughs> she came back from London, a different, worse person. <laughs> Kelly, un- unknown where yeah, she's what's been. been. What's happening? Well, um, it was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. I was in the far reaches of the South Bay. So that was <laughs> far reaches. The far reaches of Torrance, California. Um, visiting with the family. Um, speaking of family, um, Buffy is trying to use her Slayer powers and Slayer like organizing to fight her mom's illness. Yes, which she's also being pretty. She's also seems to have kind of Slayer um, instincts about because mm-hmm. right now it's just her mom has these recurring head headaches, mm-hmm. which is concerning. But it's not like her mom got a biopsy back. Right. Or something, you know, it's right because they don't know what it is. Yeah. I feel like Buffy is getting anxious ahead of ahead of herself a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has seen the same nurse twice at the hospital. So 
Mm-hmm. That certainly signals to us as viewers <laughs> and to her a little like maybe this is not a sign that maybe we're going to be at the hospital more often. Yeah. Is the hospital going to be able- – we get to see one of the hospital people shirtless. Yeah. He has a name. He's a named character. Ben. Ben. Dr. Ben. Dr. Ben. Wait, he's a doctor or a nurse? Because she called him male nurse. Oh. I don't know. I thought he was like an orderly. Wait. That's for – Orderlies are nurses. Oh. So maybe he's a nurse. I think he's a nurse. And there's okay. an intern there too. Um, I think. But maybe he's a doctor. Okay. He was wearing so, scrubs. Yeah. He was wearing scrubs. <laughs> Not that that says anything because everyone that works at hospitals are basically in scrubs. Pretty much. Because they get uh, body fluids on them. You know what I was thinking? It's super unsanitary to wear your scrubs out to lunch and come back wearing them. Well, the scrubs are not to keep the people clean. It's to keep yourself clean. Mm-hmm. It's so that uh, you can throw it away or th- you know wash it at the end of the night, I think. Okay. Like if you were going to do surgery or be in the ICU, you wear one of those suits. Oh, right. Clothes. You have like a thing. We are doing motion. <laughs> we did our arms out. <laughs> As doctors do, uh-huh. where we're waiting for like a uh-huh. nurse to come and put yeah the nurse Ben nurse Ben, um but yeah so he has a name so we know like so we know we're gonna be at that hospital more than once mm-hmm. but she doesn't know that no but she's but she does she has like this premonition something's wrong something more than just a typical headache is wrong with her mother yeah something is afoot. she's very worried um. There were a lot of different moments in these two episodes where, like, Dawn annoyed me a lot. Mm-hmm. But then there were moments that I think humanized her a little bit. One of them being when Buffy comes in and is doing the stare down with Giles yeah. at the magic box. And she comes in and says, like, I told you you couldn't ditch me. Yeah. Which is, like, such a little sibling thing to say. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I told you you couldn't leave me behind. But <laughs> it's still kind of sad for it's her. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. And even her thing of, like, not – her thing of, like, repeating what she's heard Buffy say mm-hmm. and everyone getting mad at her. And it's like, well, you t- – Yeah. Yeah, everyone sees her as the bad guy, but it's like, the, what's the future for this relationship yeah. if that's truly what Buffy thinks? Right. And it's really, that Buffy, that you said this. It's yeah. not that your little sister repeated it. Yeah. That's not the betrayal or the – the bad thing that happened. No, yeah. Everyone's uncomfortable because Buffy said it. Right. Although, Buffy, don't fucking say that shit to Don. Like, you know Don's going to say something. Well, I wondered if she was saying it, like, on the phone to someone mm, else. To Willow. She was listening. She overheard. That sounds I, like something she Because I think do. Willow would put that in the vault. And there's also a part of it that is, because I think Buffy is, we've been, and it didn't end. My love for Riley. Still, Continental Ryan still likes him. Mm-hmm. Because he, he puts up with a lot from her. Yeah. She is not very good to him. And, she knowing the kind of guy he is to be called weak and kitteny, he's not going to lean into that. Also, maybe a panther. I can't. Like. Yeah, like a maybe like a snow leopard. <laughs> um, I do. Yeah, I, I just I didn't like that she said that at all. Yeah, that she would call him <laughs> that because like that shows that she does see him as less. Yep, and always will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was yeah definitely not Team Buffy. In that situation. Um, did you notice the way that they're all holding the orb is super weird? Like they're all cupping it like this. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's something to do with the way the prop yeah. is, but it seems like they're trying to hide like half of it every time they hold it. Like the bottom of the light or something. <laughs> like it doesn't light in all directions. Yeah. Only lights like, the they're, all, they're all <laughs> like just holding it cupped in their hands like you're drinking water from your hands. Mm-hmm. That's just a note, a thing I noticed. I was like, mm. that is interesting. None of them are like palming it like a no, basketball. and they're not holding it up like this either. Yeah, and they're like a three finger tripod. Mm-hmm. Three finger tripod, three points. Always make a plane. Very strong. Yeah, that's all you need. It's <laughs> all you need. Oh, you, you got two points. You two points. You you're an line. idiot. <laughs> you oh. got a line. You're, you get you're it, both you're, stupid. You're and stupid, and you get a line. <laughs> you're a stupid person with a line, and probably a broken dagon sphere because that thing's falling out of your little lobster pinchers. Oh, <laughs> um, all the lobsters listening just. Turned mm. off their sorry apps. lobsters. Um, I do like that. Uh, the guy thinks that Buffy's trying to go to a rave party. Yeah, I was like, uh, no, Buffy has never been to a rave. No, Buffy's never been to a rave. She will never will go to a rave. She will n- unless she has to infiltrate one for something. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, to infiltrate, sure, but she's not kind of she's not free enough. I'm just imagining 
in a future episode, Mm -hmm. I want to say season six, there is a party at the bronze that takes on rave-like elements. Okay. Purely due to costumes because of witchcraft. Oh, yes. But I don't think Buffy isn't even there. No. So she will never go to a rave. She will never go to a rave. It's just, it's just not in her cards. No. She missed it. And it also feels like a weird reference. It is weird. Like maybe it was dated even when he was saying it. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it because uh, one of my Christmas traditions is I really like watching <laughs> movies. to go to frames. <laughs> yes. Well, obvs. Uh, but I like watching movies. Uh, I like watching Christmas movies. But I really like watching movies that are set at Christmas that are not traditional Christmas movies. Mm. So on my list are like the obvious Die Hard, mm-hmm. The Weapon, mm-hmm. such th- uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. But one of the big ones for me is Go. I've never seen that. We should watch it. I may be having Around people Christmas. over Yay. to drink malt wine and watch Go Yay. and maybe Die Hard. Cool. That'd be really um, fun. But it's like a cra- it's like insane Chris. It's a Christmas movie, theoretically, because it takes place at Christmas. Mm. But it's very much about raves. And they go to oh one called God. Mary Xmas, but it's like M-A-R-Y. And she's like a sexy oh, Santa lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's wearing like that furry floof-floof. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, but he totally thought she was at a rave. Yeah. Which and he was like, like, oh, those glow balls. You kids are crazy. Yeah, here's. Don't forget your glow ball, lady. And it's like, she just murdered someone yeah, here. She, <laughs> she has like dust of a person on her hands right now. <laughs> she bantered with that guy for a long time before she murdered him. I know. She did. Um, so then she's like, I think we're also learning um, Anya's worth here. Yeah. In that she knows a lot about demonology. Mm-hmm. And also is a very good businesswoman. She is. She values the right things. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get overwhelmed. Mm -mm. She's seen it all. Also, even the like have a nice day little bit that she does with Mm -hmm. Xander is cute. Mm -hmm. Because he is kind of, he's revealing how much bullshit the the idea of saying have a nice day to people that you don't actually care about is. Mm -hmm. But she's like, okay, that's what we do. I'll do it. Yeah. Because she sees it as necessary. I mean, it's not like, yeah. Like, it's just like a thing that everyone does yeah it's a custom yeah and so she's just like okay great sure whereas i think a a more selfish version of her would be like well if i don't i'm not gonna waste my time doing that it's like no she's like okay i'll do it like i want to be part of this um i do i was also thinking that when giles okay giles we have a great non-speaking moment Mm -hmm. with giles and buffy where Buffy comes into the magic shop on the morning of its first day, opening day, <laughs> even though we've seen it open before. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was remember open he was to like, "Look go- how much money you can make at the shop." Yeah, remember? Or maybe- I guess it's like new opening day under new ownership. You know how sometimes oh, okay. they'll do that yeah, yeah, under, yeah. New under new management, under new ownership. Which if they did that for the magic shop every six months, <laughs> new party. <laughs> um, so he's standing there in full cheesy wizard garb, like mm-hmm. the hat cloak mm-hmm. the stars on the cloak mm-hmm. it's purple i think yeah it's like a violet like very magical color very magical it was one of those things that like and they already made a harry potter reference but it was like there are people who would want to go to a magic shop owned by a proprietor who looks like that yeah there are buffy's not one buffy's not one but i did like their stare down and how he for a while doesn't give he, did, he no. doesn't give up he tries I feel like they go through several stages. Yes. There's like back and forth. But ultimately he realizes mm, it's not working. Silly. But I did love that when Willow comes in, she's like, oh, where's your cloak and your and your hat? And that's like such a, that was so perfect because yeah. it's like he's embarrassed. He doesn't want her to bring it up. No. She brings it up. Of course. It's so cute. Um, and so was a, that was a very like familial aspect. Yes. To that relationship. Um, and then we, I was thinking about it. And with Dawn, and we're finally we're finally getting Buffy on the same on a similar page to us by the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is the most dramatic irony that the show has ever done. Yes. Where we know things that Buffy just does not know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We, yeah, yeah. We, we get insight. And sometimes like I feel like we we found out that um, you know, uh Professor Walsh. Walsh made Adam, but like I feel like they met Adam and figured that out in an episode. Yeah. But this is like four episodes of us being totally clued in on something that Buffy and company are completely unaware of. Yeah. Cause even like times where, like, yeah, usually there are moments where the person, mm-hmm. like where we know something mere moments before yeah. they do. Like um, the Jenny Calendar discovery scene yes. or like just knowing Angel had turned, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. The characters are knowing the instant they see him. Yes. 
Um, yeah, you're right. There, is, this is super, totally the longest. It's crazy. And and I also liked that we, at the same time, we meet these monks and we meet G- Glory. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know how they all fit together at first. No. We're just kind of, they're all just chess pieces. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, we have an idea. Yeah. Right? Like, Glory wants the key. The key got turned into Dawn by the, the monks turn the Dawn into the, turn the key Turning into, into Dawn. Dawn. And now Buffy needs to protect Dawn from yeah. Glory. And that Dawn doesn't know she's the key, Mm-mm. just thinks that she's Buffy's sister, and she is, in fact, human. And yeah. comes with all of the uh, frailties yep. that humans have. Um, so I think, like, that's kind of where we're at with what, how the pieces kind of fit together. Yeah. Um, and I like Glory. We haven't talked about her before. I like Glory, too. I like her. Um, I, I don't know. I don't get why people don't really like her. I think she's a lot. She's a big performance. But yeah, I kind of enjoy that in a villain. Me too. And I like that she she plays crazy really well. Really well. I thought she was great. In- she's both crazy and significantly stronger than Buffy. Yes. And the thing is, she looks just like a person, mm-hmm. but is scarier than Adam ever 100%. was. Yeah. Because Adam looked like a costume. He looked like a costume, and we just kept being told how strong he was. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're watching Buffy fight Glory, like, you can tell that Buffy is outmatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I really liked it. I, yeah. And I like that we're introduced to her so soon. Uh-huh. And, and I, there's still more to discover. There's still more to figure out, like, what exactly she is. We just know that she's extremely strong, mm-hmm. likes clothes, is uh, kind of like Cordelia. Hates the mortal coil. Like, hates, hates the people. mortal coil. Hates, yeah, hates being here. Um, and is a little kooky crazy. Oh, it's totally kooky crazy. And somehow is able to keep a lid on some of her crazier psychotic drives by eating the souls of people yeah. or something. Where like drawing I mean, yeah, out of the sides yeah. of their heads. He with pull, her. She pulls from people and she's able, thus able to keep more control of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she also seems to have. The ability to get demons to do what she wants. Mm-hmm. And that plays into the second episode. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, like, we don't know at this point if it's that she has control over them or mm-hmm. they just defer to her. But, yeah, they are listening to her and are doing her bidding. Those demons were so creepy looking. Their little, like, bloody noses and yeah. their tongues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we also are now in, fully in love sick spike mode. Yep. He Which is. has its ups and its downs. Yeah. I did like his performance when he, she like pulls him out from behind the tree and he's like, hello, Buffy. Mm-hmm. As like, cause he's turned around in his mind. Did you hear my tummy? It was really loud. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I mean, no, I did hear it. It's cool. Don't, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> um, where he's like, I'm in love with her now. Well, but also like, I'm in love with her, but I shouldn't be. And, oh, there's also like, he takes a turn where he's, you can tell by and it's part of it. It's James Marshall. So good. What? He's James so Marshall. Good. So good. So good. Yes. yes um, he's so good. Uh, but like, there's a turn where he's like, "Oh yeah, part of our thing is that we're mean to each other." So he's like, "You, you have stupid hair." Yeah, and, and I, I never like, liked you anyway. <laughs> and you're like, "All right, buddy, you yeah. need to like remember what it actually was like when you didn't like her." Because yeah. these insults are not working. No, they're not working. Because she's just kind of like, "Huh? What? <laughs> okay." I know, and of course, Buffy's so fucking oblivious because mm-hmm. she's like, "I have to like do my thing." And this doesn't fit in my thing, so I have to go do it. Yep. I have to go deal with being a horrible, horrible girlfriend. A pretty terrible friend at first and then a good friend. Yeah. She does both. Yeah. Um, she's, yeah, she's tough to love. I did enjoy her in the, when she's doing the, in, the ritual in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And they do kind of like map it on smoking weed. And yes. She puts the towel the under towel. the door. And she's like, oh, your clothes are going to smell like it. And yeah. Like, oh, God, Dawn. Yeah. Go read a book. Also, it was, I thought Buffy, like, or Sarah Michelle Gellar does such a great job in that scene mm-hmm. of just being so, she's so real in that scene. Yeah. Like, it felt so much like the way she's just like wrapping up that towel and like throws it down. And yep. is like, fine, go tell. Like, it's very, it felt very <laughs> I've like, been in college. Yeah. It felt so like, you're so annoying. Yep. I didn't have time for you. I'm trying to do my like magic thing. Yes. It was really cool. It was really, it was really good. And then she meditates four hours. Oh my God, for she meditates so, so long. long. It becomes night. It's it nighttime. It goes from day to night. Like, it's like deep in night. Deep night. 
deep nighttime. And Joyce is going out. Joyce, Joyce is feeling is, good. <laughs> Joyce is feeling great. She's going to hit the town. <laughs> I, <sighs> Do you think Joyce is secret boyfriends? I'm sure. I think that's She's got happening. leagues of secret boyfriends. She's just off enjoying them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's partaking <laughs> of, of her secret, of her boyfriends. secret boyfriends. Um, And then we have Buffy's discovery that Dawn was not always there. Mm-hmm. Or like seeing it, mm-hmm. even if she doesn't know what it is. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the pictures, like mm-hmm. seeing that flicker. It was kind of it's spooky. It's it was scary. Spooky. Um, and then to have and then to have that conversation of you're not my sister. I felt so bad for Dawn there. Oof. That was so only because I knew and it and they did a great job of using dialogue that could like mm-hmm. double as like I'm a creepy person. Yeah. <laughs> to like <laughs> I'm just a bratty sister. Well, and I'm kind of glad they didn't play that stream it out any longer. No. Because it's kind of been in the background since her first episode mm-hmm. or her sec- the second episode of the season. And like when now, they know like, the the real me. Or whatever, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now it's like, and then we have that moment where they're like facing off and you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, is Dawn magic and about to do something? Mm-hmm. And for it to be like, okay, no, she's just a person. I love that we didn't waste time. Yes. With that. Like we learn in the episode, she's a person. That's what's, yes. what's what? Yeah. Wait, so she didn't tell Riley, did she? About. He, that she's the key. No. She's only told Giles, I think. Yeah. Because she hasn't told Joyce either. Oh, of course not. But yeah, I think she, yeah. Because I was trying to, because when Riley like says that she's being too overprotective. Yeah, I think only she knows. Okay. But Riley, I mean. What's Riley going to do? Yeah, Yeah. why would she tell him? She has no emotional intimacy with him. No. She's a horrible girlfriend. She's horrible. (laughs) She's not horrible. She's just, she's not a very good partner. No. No. Um, Okay. I will say, I don't have a ton more notes on this one, but. Comparing how annoyed Buffy has been with Dawn all along, her affection with her in that final scene, it's so sweet. It is really good. So heartbreaking. Yeah. Because it's like what Dawn needs, but it's coming from this place. It's not like a re. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It was just really good. Both performances were really good. Yeah. It was really good. And how, like, yeah, it totally is. It's like, it is what Dawn needs, but Buffy's not doing the, doing exactly that. Yeah. It's like the result is what Dawn needs. Yes. But she's doing it only because she now knows that Dawn, all of Dawn's memories are fake. Yep. But she's real. Mm-hmm. She's real. And also it's like she almost has more empathy for Dawn now. Mm-hmm. It's like if she found Dawn on the side of the street, she would have more empathy for her. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when you're a young person mm-hmm. and you have a sibling, it's really hard to empathize with your siblings. Yes. Like, they are probably the hardest people for you to empathize with until you become an adult. Adult, And then you're like, oh. Wait, hold on. Then who becomes harder to empathize with? Mm-hmm. I still think they might be the hardest. I think I, they're pretty hard. Until you get married, you're saying? I just, okay. Do you have a do you have an argument for why you think it is? Because I agree with the premise. But I have a. Mm, I think my parents, I'm sometimes a little bit. And I think this is only because me and my sister agree on a lot more. Yeah. I think if it were different, like yeah, if she if were like so different from me, mm-hmm. then I would be saying a different thing. But we're very similar. Yeah. For me, it's that it's hard to empathize with a person who comes from the same place and has so many shared experiences mm-hmm. with you and has a different experience of that same reality and therefore like a different reaction to that same reality. Yeah. Because then it feels like it somehow like uh, either then it like you have to question whether your reality is real and you also have to like, it's hard, yeah, it's just harder to empathize. Whereas yeah. if you told me a story about your life, I think I could be more like, oh, that sounds hard. Mm-hmm. Whereas if literally my brother told told a story, I'd be like, yeah, but I was there. It was stop it. Yeah, like, like it's yeah. easier to it's easier to be uh, to turn a hard heart to someone where you've been there for all of it. So I think yeah. Whereas I could see, and I feel like that maybe seems to happen in long relationships sometimes too. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Like, and, where people don't, I mean, hopefully it never happened. You don't want that. Yeah. But like, be like, no, it wasn't like that. I was there. It wasn't like that. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. When yeah. someone has a shared experience with you and has a different reaction to that experience, it mm-hmm. can be like hard to understand it. And yes. And when it's like there, you, like, you know, when there are so many similarities and then that means that the differences are yes. so like stark. Like you're yeah. like, what? Are like, you? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. What? 
<laughs> Whereas, like, if someone has, like, a very different, like, just everything yeah. from me, then I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Right. But I'm like, no, then these, this no. should be the same too. Yeah. <laughs> these, are the, these are the rules that we operate in society. And it's like, no, these are rules you made up for yourself. Like in no. your head. <laughs> for you. <laughs> for you, maybe. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Em- but empathy is important. We should all empathize with everyone, even the people that we love. Yeah. I think also, speaking of empathy, yes. Willow seems to be the only one that like really feels for Dawn in these episodes yes. at the beginning. And it almost seems like she's talking to the audience sometimes where she's like, can you just give Dawn a break? Like she's had a tough time. Absolutely. It. it feels so like directed arrest. It does. Well, and it's funny because then I think the scene in the next episode in family with Xander and Buffy mm. talking about Tara absolutely feels like they're like, yeah, we get it. You don't know much about Tara except that she loves Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your horses. Yeah. You think she's nice, but you don't have that much. No, 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 you no, don't no. really get her. her. She's kind of like, you know, you feel a little weird watching her. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. There's like stuff. Yeah. She is a whole character. She grows on you. Don't worry. Um, I know. I wouldn't know what to buy her for her birthday either. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> but also they are being, and I know this is jumping. No, I'm up for jumping. Um, I just want to oh, okay. right, say that my last note for No Place Like Fun is butthole exclamation point. Because yeah. I did think that was really cute it when was she called really her cute. that. Yes. And it was very... He was very Dawn. And also, yeah, I think Dawn's the only person in the world that's ever called Buffy the Vampire Slayer a butthole. (laughs) (laughs) But in family, we learn that Tara's birthday's coming up. Yes. And Xander and Buffy. And there's going to be a party. There's going to be a party. Which doesn't seem like a very Tara thing. No, it's totally a Willow. I think Willow is together. Yeah. Um, And we kind of open with Tara saying, like, I don't really feel like that I belong. Like, I feel like I'm not useful. Like, yes. I'm not part of the Scoobies. Um, and I think that both works as like a storytelling device, but also is a real thing that people feel. Mm-hmm. And so I felt bad for her. Yeah, I think there. that that's, the, I feel like every group that I've ultimately become part of, unless the I was there at the genesis, unless I built the group around myself, mm-hmm. which I've also tried to do before with friends. Yeah. Like, unless you build the group yourself, like, you're always going to have that moment. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a time where the people you're hanging with have background that you don't have, have a context mm-hmm. that you don't have, have jokes that you don't really get, mm-hmm. wh- why they're jokes. Yeah. Like, that's, um, I mean, they're not always saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always have to worry about that. But, like, yeah, it, it, that felt really, that felt relatable. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah, especially when it's someone's girlfriend. Yeah. Because her relationship with Willow ends, Buffy is never calling her again. Yeah. No, never. There's no reason for her to. Yeah. So she's not really part of the group. Because mm-hmm. the rest of the group is not there because of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's like this weird like brotherly competition between Xander and Riley where they're like, when they were wrestling. I think Riley is hungry for Friends. He wants somebody. He wants attention. He oh wants God. somebody. He goes to that demon barge, Kelly. Poor Riley. He just wants somebody to pay attention to him. I'm just picturing him like keep like keep trying to like push Xander into getting like physical with him. And Xander's like, I don't want to wrestle you. And he's like, Come on, man. Come on, come on. Let's wrestle. Come on. Let's wrestle. I'm like, I'm like almost human now. And he's oh like, You're still God. like ten inches taller than me and yeah. super broad shoulders. He's like, No, 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 no. Just like on a human aspect, you will kick my ass. Like, I don't want to do this. And I think Riley, especially like he spent so much time. He was in special forces. He was yeah. in the program. He was living in that weird frat house. Like, I think he's yeah. used to a certain amount of like male yeah. Action. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they're, they're, I mean, wrestling. it is goofy. It is goofy. But he just, yeah. When he goes to that bar, I feel so bad for him. Because that's like pathetic. That was He's like. He's in a college town. I know. There are places. You can, bronze. Go to the bronze. Yeah. You go to the bronze. You could go anywhere. Call anyone. Find someone in your French philosophy class yeah. and go out for a drink. Like, have something. Go to that place where yeah. everyone became a caveman. Like, <laughs> do something with your life. And he goes to the demon bar. I feel for him. Because that's like, I get that. Mm-hmm. I Like, I I get that. Like, I... You go to the demon bar in Silver Lake? Yeah, I go to the demon bar in Silver Lake. I just feel like when when you're feeling like that you really don't belong anywhere, yeah. 
the, the, that feeling is going to stop you from reaching out to someone in your yep. French philosophy class or like going yeah. to that demon to, to some totally. other caveman bar. Yeah. So you're just going to be like, I'm just like a reject. I'm just like these demons. I'm going to yep. go to this demon bar. Like, where do I think the dregs of society are? Mm-hmm. I'll and go also, there. what what is the place I know how to navigate? It's demons. Like, yep. I understand the new, the supernatural but better than I understand yeah. people. So I'm just going to go there. And he has like kind of a rep there because he did like go in there and hold everyone hostage. Mm-hmm. So like he it's also kind of like going to the scene of the crime in a way. In yeah. A way. Like he's he's revisiting this like kind of shitty chapter in his past. It's it's tough. And that the vampire who sits with him like I get it, girl. Yeah. He's the cutest man in that bar. Yeah. She just wants no, a taste. She wants a taste. God bless. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he he is kind to her. He is. Well, he lets her down gently. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. So poor Riley, baby boy. Baby boy Riley baby is boy Riley. drinking away his sorrows in a mm-hmm. demon bar. Um, His relationship with Buffy is falling apart. It's unraveling so fast. <laughs> it is unraveling. And I she mean, doesn't do even remember? notice. Do you remember at the beach when they were throwing around yeah. the football? Yeah. I mean, he did help her move in and out of a dorm in the space of a week. That's enough. That For me, that's like grounds for divorce. <laughs> They're not even married, and I think they should get divorced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Anya says it. Yeah. I'm like, Anya, how many boxes do you help carry? Here's, okay. He has done so much for her. And, I mean, she doesn't even, like he, like he said, like she's, he can't touch her. Mm-hmm. she's just still moving she's just like she's on this track yeah and it's only for slayers and it's just moving forward it's a one person train one person train and he's like just running circles around like trying to like t- to just touch her and he yeah. can't well and i feel like that's not uncommon at that age too right like while you're figuring your things out mm-hmm. like it's great if you're with somebody and the two of you are both headed in the same direction sure but I think a lot of times one person puts things on hold mm-hmm. because, or, you know, just prioritizes a relationship over maybe their own personal development. Mm-hmm. And then, and that can be tough if you are then in your mid 20s, your late 20s, your early 30s, and you never did your per- personal development. Yeah. Because you followed the other person, like had a plan. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, I don't want to not be with you around you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay where you are yeah. and do this. I think that can be that can be tough. Yeah. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But if they are to continue like this forever, he's just going to be stunted because he's always mm-hmm. running around trying to reach her. Yeah. And she's always going to prioritize her shit over the, yes. rela- oh, the relationship. Oh. I think. Yeah. I think ultimately. Or he's going to spiral. <laughs> yeah. Or he's going to spiral. Or he's going to find a new mission or who knows. Yeah. But I think right now he needs direction. Just in similar way, like, uh, I'll never forget when Patrick came on and was like, Xander needs hobbies. Like, Riley yes. needs a hobby. And Riley drinking at a bar is something. not a, does not count. And training right now doesn't count. He should try building with Xander. He could build with Xander. He could he could double down on his psychology major. Like, does sure. he want to become a doctorate in that? Because that could be helpful to the Scoobies and also give him his yeah. own thing. Does he want to be a professor? Like, what does he want? And I don't think he knows beyond he wants to be with Buffy. I think he wants to be with Buffy. I think also he sees, like, the Scoobies are at, like, the apex of importance. Like, they mm-hmm. are doing something always that figures into the fate of, like, the world. Yes. And so I think he he sees... Not only Buffy and wants to be with her, but like also in the grand scheme of the world, she's like up there. Yeah. And he wants that place too. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why he keeps he keeps coming back and like wanting to be useful, but then is being told basically by his girlfriend that he's yeah. not. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's no good. No good. <laughs> poor, poor Riley. Um, but yeah, like uh, Xander and Buffy are being so rude about Tara's birthday. <laughs> they are. And like, I've been there too. Like, I I have remembered being like, God, I don't want to go to their birthday. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, what a pain. I have to buy them a present. Yeah. And I've caught myself and I've been like, wow, you're being a real. Okay. And also, what can adults have to buy each other presents? I know. For like, them to okay, say like, you have to buy a present. Yeah, it's like your girlfriend has to buy you a present. But like, mm-hmm. 
Like, like Willow has to buy a present, but I don't. Why does Buffy have to buy a present? She doesn't. She has to come to the party. Like, she could bring a bottle of wine or something. She should just be like. Also, it's Tara's 20th birthday. And they make like a weird alcohol joke. And yeah. Tara and Dawn has the thing in her hand. And I'm like, none of you should be allowed be drinking, to drink. Yeah, because you're all 20. Yeah. <laughs> none of you are legal to drink, but. <laughs> Maybe Tara's young. Sure, but they're all sophomores. Yeah. They'd have to all be like weirdly old. Yeah. It was just a weird thing to do that joke at the end. I guess to just, I guess maybe they just, the sponsor, the show wanted to make sure we knew Don wasn't drinking. Yeah, I think so. But also, can you drink at the bronze? Why have these guys not been drinking at the bronze this whole time? I know. These are the questions. And why out of solo cups? Yeah. Why doesn't the bronze have cups? Did they rent the bronze out? Tara doesn't have that many friends to rent. Well, they, they she does. It was popping. It was popping. The party so actually people. looked really fun. It looked so fun. I, I wanted to, go to that be party. at that party. Ugh. I've done that too where you're like, Ugh, I don't want to go to this party. It's going to be so lame. And, and then you show so up and you're fun. like, wait, hold on. It's great. Yeah, this party's dope. This party's dope. I shouldn't have been so mean. Yeah, I was being mean. And then you're like, I was mean. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it sucks to I'm be I'm the mean. worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Tara conversation isn't very nice. <laughs> okay. This is the other Spike thing that I want to talk about. So first we have him like being very uh, playground teasing her. Yeah. But when he's having the dream about fighting her and how that. Oh, I'm coming. Coming for you right now. He doesn't. She she doesn't say for you. She says, I'm coming right now. Ugh. And then he's finishing with Harmony. Ew. So it's not even a dream. It's like a weird fantasy. He's awake. He's awake. He's, he's controlling not dreaming. what he's imagining. He's a mad. Yeah, it's his like fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. This is like real television. This is not HBO. I know. It's TV. Yeah. <laughs> he's gross. He's gross. He's, he's evil. Gross. He he would come in here right now and be like, "I'm evil." What do you think? <laughs> Except he also shows he's like sweet later in the episode. That's true. But like, like he sweetly punches Tara. In here's the, face. the thing. I guess I'm more annoyed. Like, come on, show. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about Harmony's orgasms. And, like, at all. And the fact that, like, Harmony... I guess it's nice that you get some. Yeah. Right? Is that? I mean, that's the impl- implication. That I the thought pers- that the implication was just he's, like, basically treating her like a flesh... Light. That's what that was. I was like, wand? Fleshlight. Uh, it was probably flesh wand. I don't know. I think it's flashlight because flashlight... Oh, you're joking. Ryan um, doesn't know what it is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's true, but I assumed just way, the way it was shot that the words were her. Were Harmony oh. was really saying them. Yeah. Like the way, like when you're, but then he wasn't asleep. He was imagining it. Yeah. So maybe Harmony was saying, maybe Harmony was like doing her taxes. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed happy though. She was into it. And she really likes him. Like, as much as, like, yeah. Riley isn't a low point, like, Harmony doesn't know she's a low point, but she is. She's so oblivious. She has no idea that the guy that she loves is the worst. He's, he's so gross. Or for her is not good. Yeah. He's not interested in her. He's not interested. He's using her. Yeah. She's lucky she's blonde. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <sighs> um, We learned that Ben is buff. Ben is buff. But the funny thing is, I couldn't make myself care. I don't care about Ben. I don't or care about his Ben. dumb hair. That oh my haircut God, is reserved for people hair. I don't care about. Yes. Like Dean on Gilmore Girls. Yes. Like, it's like a feathered. It's like helmet feather. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's so square. It's supposed to. I think you're supposed to want to run your fingers through it. But I don't like, want it. It looks any, too thick. I don't want any be, part of that hair. You know what it needs? It needs some like thinning. thinning. It needs the scissors that do like the. Yes. Or like just a razor. You could do like razor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. With your hair. When you. Sorry. I thought you were just saying like bald, and I was like, <laughs> "Sure, you could get a razor and just shave it." <laughs> and just back his head, I guess. <laughs> no, but yes, thinning yeah, with a razor, absolutely. The razor. That's it's what it something. means because it has no movement. It's no. just like a dead rat on it's, its head. It's like a an upside down tulip. Yes, on its head. <laughs> no one wants that. No one wants that. Like Xander's hair was starting to do that too. It's horrible. It's a it's his a, entire outfit, his like party outfit. <laughs> His hair in the upside down tulip and his like black blazer with a gold chain. I was like, Xander with a cashmere sweater underneath. He's He's a casualty of 2000. Yeah, it's the fashion. It's the times. Oh, (laughs) Um, um, but hi, Amy Adams. Hi, you are a bitch. Also, I don't understand why is Amy Adams not helping at the house? 
uh, she, c- c- the explanation for that leads me to say, why is she there? Yeah. Because Cousin Beth. Yeah. Okay, so Cousin Beth doesn't live at the house. Then why is she coming to pick up? Are they just like, we need a woman to like. Maybe they were make friends Tara- when they were kids. It was weird. It was weird to invite Cousin Beth. Yeah. Especially for her to then be like, well, you never. Um, I guess they needed a woman who wasn't a demon. To lure her back. To lure her back. But it was just, it was weird to be like, well, I'm there, but yeah, your your family's struggling. It's like, wait, well, then what are you doing? Why you're are you like, not I've helping my family? I've seen your family struggle. It's like, so you're just seeing it? You're just watching it? <laughs> like, remember how we were friends? Like, yeah, what are you, we were friends. What are you doing? I mean, yeah. Amy Adams is fine in the role. Yeah, it was just kind of dumb. It was just the character. Like, why? Why would she care? Why would she be there? I wish we had more with the brother. Even though the brother, I mean, obviously we don't like the, the brother. The brother was disgusting. The brother was gross. The dad was awful. But, like, I would have wanted more with either of them. Totally. Because, like, Beth is meaningless. Yeah. Especially because it could have been, like, if we had if we had, had a nice reunion with her and Beth mm-hmm. and then it turned dark. That would have been cool. You know what I mean? Like, if they saw each other, like, so happy to see each other. And, like, they talked about their childhood and how much they love each other. And then it became clear Beth is, like, yeah. a monster. We got, like, we got that in such a condensed form. It was, like, yeah. one sentence of being nice. It was, like, hey, so when are you coming home? So because you're an evil demon. Yeah. Oh, your friends are going to find out how evil you are. Oh, you put a spell on them. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Which. True. Tara. Tara. You did do that, Tara. And really, you didn't think it through very hard. No. <laughs> it was like a Why bad... Why would you do that spell on someone in Sunnydale? I mean, anyone in Sunnydale, true. The, the Scoobies. Who are your friends? Like, it's not like the day you met them. Yeah. No, you no. know... I did think that part was cool, though, when they're just going about their business and they're walking around in the I could have watched a whole episode. I love that. It, it, it reminded so me good. so much of Hush. Yes, it's very Hushian. Yeah. Hushian. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote Xander's hair is unacceptable. It's it, not good. It's Xander's hair. It's Ben's hair. It's I yeah. think it's just like male hair that's not military hair in the early two yes. thousands. Was that hair? Was it was tough. Yeah, it was hard. Ugh. I mean, there was also there was like the I'm trying to think early two thousands hair. There was like a slicked back thing happening too, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah, I think that might have been what Xander was trying to do, slicked back, but it's too long, it and so it curled long. out at the end. Yeah. There was like a slicked back. There was like a kind of like tousled spikiness. Is that how you say that word? What do you say? Tousled. Oh, I say tousled. Like hey you. Siri, uh, look up tousled. Look up tousled. You know what? No. <laughs> okay, so it might be tousled. Because <laughs> Siri did not understand me. Hey, tousled peak. Yeah, it's a small ice-covered peak. <laughs> um, oh, there's a difference between the American and the UK pronunciation. Tousled. Oh, we're both wrong. Tousled. Tousled. Thanks, Emma. Tousled? <laughs> I don't think so. Wait, what? Okay, I've got another one. Cambridge University Press. Yep. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's a British one. I saw that Tousled. one. Tousled. Tousled? Tousled? What do you say? Tousled? Um, tousled. My hair tousled. got tousled. Tousled. It's like tousled. Interesting. Like household. Yeah. So you say do the you say O-U. who sold it? Who sold? <laughs> you say like, I just need some who sold cleaner. <laughs> who sold cleaner? <laughs> um, that was a little diversion. <laughs> we, like, we like diversions. Um, but I do love the moment. I cried. I always cry. <gasps> Tear up. Yes. When mean dad, mean dad, who clearly he's mad more about the lesbian thing, right? I, that it was so thinly veiled. Yes, <laughs> he's uh, more mad that his daughter's gay. Yeah, but because he holds up this like fucking penis looking crystal, and he's like, "You hold, hide these toys in front of me." <laughs> um, so he's thinly veiled, uh, and also it seemed very cultish, super cultish, like really, yeah. Like fundamentalist, yeah. Christian cult, yes. Attitude, Ugh. um. And then when he's like, "We're your blood kin, blood kin." Well, he had to say he up. had to say not family. <laughs> he couldn't say family. Blood kin is your- so like misery 
I liked it. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) I enjoyed it. (laughs) Kathy Bates said that. (laughs) Kathy Bates definitely would have said Bloodkin. Bloodkin. Um, And nobody said, no, we're we're her family. Which I think it's another thing that Buffy, if you're in danger, she is so much more nice to you. Yes. If she thinks you're safe, she has no time for you. She doesn't care about, like, emotional drama. No. She just cares about, like, physical harm, mm-hmm. moving your person without your will. Yeah. Kidnapping. Kidnapping. She, she has no time for that. Yeah. But as soon as she found out Dawn wasn't just her sister, she's like, oh, no, I give a fuck. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God. Now oh that God, I realize Dawn, you f- your energy turned into a human, I get it, girl. Oh, my God. Let me just make you feel good. <laughs> let me be there for you. And she's doing the same thing with Tara. She was so rude to Tara. So all, okay, all she needs is Riley to be in some kind of peril. Yeah, she will love it on him. Maybe he'll put himself there. I think that would be helpful, but it's hard. I really believe he's not ready. I think he needs to have his own stuff together before he can. Because be a she partner. won't let him, or she he won't make the call. Like he should he be in Sunnydale right now? Right, he gotta go. Should he be with his boys? Should he be doing something different? Should he? Who knows? He's not working on himself. He wants her to need him, mm-hmm. and like, and the thing is, he wants her to fight for their relationship, yeah. but she won't. Nope. And so he's like freaking out. <laughs> like he's yeah, just he's like having trouble. Yeah, he's like flailing around. He's wrestling with Xander. <laughs> That's where he is. He's wrestling with Xander by day and drinking at a demon bar by night by himself, just <laughs> sitting at the bar. <laughs> this is rock bottom. <laughs> If that's not rock bottom, I don't know what is. You're wrestling with Xander in the day and you're drinking in the demon bar at night. Your girlfriend decides to meditate for four hours instead of talk to you. Mm-hmm. You, when you tell the bartender to give you some more, you say, hit me. Because <laughs> you saw it in a movie. You saw it in a movie. You thought it sounded cool. You're, to busy yourself, you have been unpacking your girlfriend's things into her childhood home just the way, as if as if she'd never moved out. Mm-hmm. You're doing basically like set design to forget about the fact that she does and not want to be like with you. And she like promises you sexual favors with outfits, and that buys you over. And then for about five minutes, for about five, and then kicks you out. Yeah, and then it's she like, doesn't like put later. on an outfit. Then no, which also what outfits? I don't know. Whatever. So boring. I mean, it, it's like it's like boring fun. You know what I mean? Like it's like it doesn't align with a show that says I'm coming right now. No, it doesn't. It does. It's like what. Wait, are you TV or are you HBO? Yeah. Because you got to make some choices. Yeah. Um, Poor Riley. But even though Buffy declares that they're family, Tara's dad still wants to take Tara. Mm-hmm. Because he thinks she's a demon. And then Spike's like... Spike first is like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Take her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then he reveals his true nature. Yep. And he's like, I'll prove she's... Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Doesn't cost me anything to be nice. Punches her in the face. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. But it hurts him, too. I thought that part was really funny, actually. It, it was like, funny. Comically and, like, and sweet. Yeah. And it was a good resolution to that plot. I think especially because there is this level of betrayal that they kind of need to just get past mm-hmm. really fast. Yeah. And so if it had been one of the Scoobies who, like, proved it, it would have been harder to swallow. But, like, yeah. Spike is just, yeah. Spike has no stakes in the game. Yeah. So he's, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, the bronze party looks really dope. That looks so fun. It made me want to like throw a party. Yeah, I want to throw like a fun party. Maybe I noticed. <laughs> okay, are we making plans? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, what if we did a Shane Black marathon and we just showed movies that he wrote and directed that are set at Christmas? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, Long Kiss Goodnight, The Nice Guys. We could have those playing Iron on the Man Three projector the whole time. Yeah, and then, like, if someone wanted to sit with popcorn while mm. everyone else partied, they totally were allowed. <gasps> Should I pause? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, listeners. Okay, so we do have, like, a sweet Tara and Willa moment. Yeah. They still should be kissing. I. That was my note. Yeah. They have said, I love you, and we've never seen them kiss. Mm-hmm. I wrote kiss, motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't it's need like to see a... you hugging each other. I do like that they dance float. As I did like the floating. It was like cute. it's very sweet. I think, and it it is a different time and all of that jazz. It's just <laughs> come on, show. Yeah, because um, we get. To, I mean, because we see 
Anya and Xander making out in a very sweet way mm-hmm. over the cash register. Yeah. We could have had a really sweet moment where between Tara and um, Willow. Willow. Yeah. And it is a sweet moment. It's just, it feels, yeah, it's just kind of toothless. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we sped through these episodes. We did. We, like, don't have a rhythm back yet. No, not yet. We want to have all, like, and we have so much non-Buffy-related things to discuss. Mm-hmm. But still, we're clocking in. It's, like, an hour. And we've talked, pretty much all my notes are done. Yeah, all my notes are done. And I also just, I also didn't have a ton of notes on these two episodes. Uh-huh. I have that brother sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I feel like he plays a sucky guy Great. in a lot of he's, uh, he's awesome. He knows yeah. his type. He's very good at it. Oh, I did pause. Um, Mm-hmm. In the scene of Spike's dream, or not dream, fantasy, where he's, like, fighting Buffy. Yeah. They linger on that stunt double's face uh, <laughs> for his long. for so long. And I was like, that's so obviously not him. It looks like Ron Perlman. Like, it is a different <laughs> man. Maybe it was Ron Perlman. Didn't he used Could've. to be a st- stunt double? Isn't that, like, his history? Yeah, I guess so. I know that at one point um, he was told, Ron Perlman, uh, that he should quit acting because he's too ugly to be an actor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> joke's on that person. Now we know his name. <laughs> we do know. And we know his story. We know that. We know that story. That's a victory. Oh, there's also, have you ever, the same, some very similar story about January Jones. Have you heard this? No. Or maybe it might not have been her looks, but she was dating Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. As you did. I think every uh, As you starlet. Do. When you came to L.A., that was, like, the first thing you had to do in yeah. the early 2000s for, like, mm-hmm. dating him for a little while. Um, and apparently he was, like, you, you're beautiful, but you should really give up acting. Like, you know, like, be realistic with your expectations for he yourself. He did not say that to her. Let me look if, oh if I can find God. the exact quote. I mean, she's the one telling the story. He's not walking around town. No. Like, <laughs> listen to the story I tell. <laughs> um, but it's uh, Ashton Kutcher. You just have to find your strengths. What is her name? January Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I said it earlier, but I typed in J and it gave me all these other J ladies. J ladies. Um, okay. In 2009, she said he was not supportive of my acting. He was like, I don't think you're going to be good at this. <gasps> yeah. Wow. And she's like, that's why I should thank him. Because the minute you tell me I can't do something, that's when I'm most motivated. That's, I mean, that works for a lot of people. Anytime someone tells me I can't do something, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I double down. And honestly, she's good in Mad Men, but she gets better as it goes on. She's yeah. not good in Love Actually. No. You don't go back and watch that movie and go, that girl can act. Yeah. I think that's the thing. She knows her strength, which uh-huh. is a, <laughs> like, a, a, a repressed, beautiful, beautiful woman that is cold cold but also angry deep down yep. mm-hmm. and frustrated because she doesn't understand what she wants yes and doesn't want to understand what she wants right you're just saying now you're just describing betty draper yeah that's her that's her strength <laughs> that's her strength i think everyone i mean that show obviously has great acting in it but i i do think that the writers both like cast people who looked exactly like they wanted to do they were looking for and then wrote right to those people mm-hmm. like every part feels like a like peggy feels like a perfect match of character and casting yeah like it's just all of them it's just it's just perfect except for all those little bobbies oh my god the <laughs> so numerous bobbies, bobbies. <laughs> wasn't one of them his kid i think one John of them ham's was. kid no uh wiener's kid oh probably um, no, isn't Wiener's kid the creepy one who lives down the street? Who oh, likes- yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that likes that likes Betty. Gary, Gary, Gil, G- Giles. It was Gil. Is it? Is it Giles? Is it Rupert Giles? Is it Rupert Giles? Did is they it Anthony Stewart? Did they call him Ripper? <laughs> um, I think it's G- G- Gus. 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 You're, I feel like you're Gil. gonna. You keep saying the it's I, Gil. Betty Draper. Love Boy. interest. Because <laughs> I think it's Glenn. Glenn. Glenn Bishop. Because he kisses her. Yeah. Remember? And she's like, she really lets him. Yeah. And then she's like, what are she you doing? She takes it. What are you doing? Yeah. Then she's mean to him. She is mean to him. 
um, we had to send an example of an acting um, scene that we thought was yeah. really good. And so I rewatched The Suitcase. Uh-huh. And was, like, sobbing the whole time. Of course. So good. But um, Elizabeth Moss is such a fucking good actor. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Like, she's so good. And it, she she does that thing a lot where she's not afraid afraid to look bad. Yes. Because she, like, looks bad a lot. Yes. Yeah, she's really good. Did you... We've talked a little bit about um, Top of the Lake. Lake. You've seen it. You loved it. Seen it. Loved it. How about the one with Mark Duplass? Oh, I didn't see that, but you have talked to me about that on this podcast. I thought so. Yeah. I haven't seen it. um, The one I love, I think. Yeah. Is it a thriller? Kind of? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not... um, it's not gory. No, no, no. But it's like suspenseful. It's suspense. Okay. I love that kind of show. Yeah. Movie. It's a movie. Show. See it. I, I, I accidentally say show to mean movie a lot. And it's something I get from my dad because he grew up in a very rural area. Mm-hmm. So they would go to the picture show. Yep. And That's so like cute. he'll be like, oh, I love that. I want to see that show. And I said that up until I was like 17, not mm-hmm. realizing. People don't say that. You don't say that because people are usually too polite to correct you. Like they'll mm-hmm. just be like, okay. I mean. For me, it would only be if I couldn't tell from context what you're talking about. If you yeah. said, like, I want to see that show, the sh- new show Star Wars. And, you, I don't know. I, no, and then you would be like, are they making a TV show? And like, do you yeah. mean, do, and you'd be like, do you mean the Clone Wars? And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or if I said, oh, I'm so excited to go see Rogue One this fall. And you'd be like, yeah, I can't wait to see that show. I wouldn't then be like, uh, uh, actually, that's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie, friend. <laughs> I think you'd you. just be like, okay. <laughs> Um, I would probably note it. Yeah, I'd be like, Kelly like, says show. She says show. That's the thing she does. I try not to do it now, but it slips out as we mm-hmm. saw. Sometimes it does. Slips. Slips right out. Um, Slip I saw something on the plane. Okay. Um, on the plane? Try- on the plane. I'm trying okay. not to talk too, too much about all of my London shenanigans, Listen, but I have to share you have barely, one thing. You barely touched it with your tippy toe. <laughs> um, but So I watched like, a, I was on a 10-hour flight, so mm-hmm. I watched lots of movies. Was it direct? Yeah. From 10 LAX? hours? To, That's not too bad. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Anytime. Huh. If, it's expensive. But if we have the money, let's do it. That's not bad. Ten the flight, bad. this direction is not bad jet lag wise either. Yeah. Because you kind of like. You, you just catch up. You just catch up. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not going out tonight. No. So stop asking me. Okay, I'll stop. Um, but I watched this movie that I had never heard of <laughs> called Band of Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Band of Pirates or something. I should remember this, but it's essentially like a modern retelling of Huck, of uh, Tom Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Okay, but they're all adults, and okay. it's not the South. Okay, and maybe it's a Canadian movie. I don't know. <laughs> and Hannibal Burris is in it. It was so fun. Really? Like, I mean, I think I just like the Tom Sawyer story, and I yeah. haven't like read it or watched it in a movie or a TV show or mm-hmm. anything in so long. So I was like. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, look, it's Amy Lords. And I was like, oh, look, it's Becky. Oh, they're, they're going to make people paint a fence. It was just oh, like, so that's, fun. That's like a fun, like, it's like constantly Easter eggs. You're yes. like constantly trying to find it. Like, as a movie, it's it's okay. Yeah. But as a thing where it's like going, it's totally hitting all of those nostalgia centers. Yeah. So like, oh, no, I know this. Right? And he talks about the widow. And like, I always had a little bit of a, a hut crush. Mm, okay. Hut crush. Yeah. Well, I can see that. Because he, like, wants to do better than he yeah. is. Yeah. And he, he always is talking about how there's no morals to his stories, but you're like, there's a there's, you there want to is. do better. I would say that's the perfect movie for you mm-hmm. because you enjoy nostalgia, but also problem solving. And I, I do. think you're constantly like, what is that? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this, they made Tom Sawyer a police officer. And Huck Finn just got out of. Prison. Oh wait, they're all adults. That's right. I keep yeah, they're all that adults. Part. That's what. That's what's part of. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So like they can drive cars and yeah. there's guns and stuff. It's like the Romeo and Juliet. Yes. with guns. It's similar. It's similar to that. Not <laughs> less as, stylized. Less is not a Baz Luhrmann movie. <laughs> Though it is weird. Huck Finn is played by. Uh, oh, don't you know names? Kyle Gallner, who was the guy who played Beaver on uh, Veronica Mars. So. It was this weird. Oh. It took me like five minutes to not yeah. hate him, yeah, or think he was like a victim of child abuse right, that right. was then gonna murder a bunch of people. Right, 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 right. Uh, right, right, spoilers, right, right, right. spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you're in season one of Veronica Mars, Oopsie. I am so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Oopsie, poopsie. Uh, forget but it. That's why this is not a Veronica Mars podcast. Bloop, bloop, bloop. But no, like you should pause if you haven't finished 
If you only watch the first season of Rock Mars. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? Just pause. Well, pause. Watch the whole second season. Come back. Third season, you can watch Leisure. And then the Leisure. movie. Meh. I, I should never saw the movie. I've got it on Blu-ray if you want it. Okay. It's it's good. It's more time with those characters. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, exactly. These days. Like if they did a Buffy one, I would watch it and I would enjoy it. But I would also I'd never expect it to be mm-hmm. what this is. Totally. Totally. We watch. All we want is more time with our friends. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Um, yeah, I didn't have a ton of notes on these on these epis. I was more excited just to see you. You're so sweet. <laughs> um, do we have any other Mad Men thoughts? Any other feelings <laughs> about Betty Draper? About um, all the brunettes that... Just the uh, string of brunettes. Oh, I remember that one woman who was good at research... She was blonde, though. Yeah, she was blonde. He should have gotten with her. But she was she, best. She's the one that says that line. You only like the beginning of things. It's him, true. Which is, girl, she nailed him. it on the head. Like first, okay, in the first season, that Jewish uh, woman. I liked her. She was great. But that was never going to really happen. No, no, no. Then I really liked blonde career lady. I liked blonde career lady. Um, oh, remember the girl, the secretary that like freaks out and throws shit. <laughs> yeah there's her um the school teacher oh yeah mm-hmm. she goes running and she's yeah. she's running without a sports bra on and i'm just like girl ouch 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 ouch, 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 ouch. um and then who else is there there's, there's the neighbor oh god Donald you know who neighbor. i didn't like um bobby wait bobby b-o-b-b-i oh not the yes. son wait yeah Oh, we yeah, just did just... a up yours, but with two fingies. <laughs> yeah, like, that's when. Yeah, yeah. He does I, it. He grabs her by the pussy. Yeah, he grabs her by the pussy, like our president elect. Oh my god, nightmare, nightmare. Um, like night, like literal, like, like, like nightmare. Sometimes I wake up in the night and I'm like, oh, this is merely a continuation of my <laughs> night terrors. <laughs> my night uh, terrors are real. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of any. Okay, well, I had... Did you have a... I mean, we are kind of excited about next week because next episode of Hellmouthy is actually a crossover with Hellmouthy and Tall, Dark, and Broody. (laughs) We're going to do the episodes Darla from Angel and Fool for Love from Buffy. And we will talk about the thematic things that hold those two together (laughs) when we do that episode. Yay! But yeah. Things are about to get a little uh, crossovery. Crossy, <laughs> crisscrossy, crisscrossy. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in, you guys. Oh, like and subscribe, please. It really helps. Yeah, um, and follow me on Instagram. Yeah, follow Ryan on Instagram at Armogi. You can follow me on Instagram yeah. at Kelly Nuji. Yeah, you should. Kelly uh, posts cute pics. I post pics all the time. See her cats. Listen, I'm thirsty. Like my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.